still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, a.k.a. Taylor Horton, tuck your chain, here with... Unri Tucker. Oh, man. <laughs> you gotta introduce yourself first. <laughs> I was no. trying so hard to think of what Raj was thinking that I couldn't even think of my name. No. You always oh, do that, and I have to, Ollie. like, just make some make some terrible thing up on the spot. This <laughs> is just Raj. Un- yeah, I got you, Ali, a.k.a. Unri Tucker. Yeah. You know who I am, Raj. <laughs> wow, you know uh, who I am. Damn, Lord. okay. Yeah. No, wait, no, that came out wrong. Right. Damn, all right, okay. <laughs> cut, that, cut that out, no. Hey, uh, if, out. If, you guys, if you guys aren't already following Raj on Twitter, uh, he's kind of low on followers. I uh, could use him, any of any that he could spare. Uh, oh, this, is, this is Kendrew, a.k.a. Uh, Alex Kendruso. So, uh, you know, let's get it. He doesn't get enough DMs from people. Oh, Especially, um, what? come on, dog. Raj is feeling himself like THT right now. That's what's oh, happening. Oh man, had a few drinks. <laughs> just mad at <laughs> just mad at Ali, bro. He took my took my day right this after. This dude's just this wearing power beats, wearing a sherpa. Just he's feeling himself, man. This dude's looking like an athlete walking into uh into pregame. He's a got that he's got that tunnel look. League fits. Get going. at this he's, man. Ooh, he's got a br- he's got a beer in his hand. Bro is feeling himself. Oh man, I'm glad they can't see this, man. I don't know. That's what happens when you ask for a beer and they give you a growler. You just feel yourself a little. <laughs> you know that's when you. That's when you tip your hat to them. You're like, you know who I am. I, I like respect their generosity, but like, I'm not finishing. A, like, by the time I get to halfway to growler, I'm like, I don't want the rest of this beer, bro. Like, I'm sick of this taste. Oh no, absolutely not. But what are you gonna do? Like, be like, oh no, I don't want it anymore. Like, you can't. You can't like. You can't like return it. Like, did you return the pizzas? But I know this was like before we started. But like, when you ordered like two margaritas and they gave you two pizzas, did you return the pizzas? For the know, listeners, like... that's the dumbest thing in the world, right? I ordered two margaritas to go and with addition of other food, and they gave me margarita pizzas. That's ridiculous. All right, a margarita is a margarita. A margarita pizza is a margarita pizza. There should be no confusion. Uh, but to answer your question. Yes. They actually let me keep one of them. Oh, wow. They gave the bartender the other one because they were like, we can't send it back. And then the bartender was like, I don't want two margarita pizzas because <laughs> I don't want one margarita pizza, to be honest with you. But then they were like, all right, you can just have it. So then we took it. I wish I could have seen the expression on their faces when you're like, yeah, I meant like a drink, not the pizza. It, it was it was what's even worse than that is the fact that like they handed me two pizza boxes and I was confused because I was like, are the like napkins and knives and forks in here or something? <laughs> like, why am I getting pizza boxes? <laughs> why is there oil coming out of this? <laughs> These are some greasy napkins. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know, Rick's angry now. Well, I mean, no. so I know, but here's the thing, man. Like sometimes you just get, you order margaritas expecting drinks. Uh, Sometimes you get a pizza for free, right? It's kind of like the Lakers fi- picking oh. up another gem in the second round right there in Taylor Horton Tucker. 7.25. Yeah. But the, the, <laughs> yeah. the pizza wasn't. You, score, gem, you scored, but like the it. transition was. You bobbled it on your way up. But yeah. Then you, then but you, you scored. Okay. You did it's score. Okay. You did score. I'm, I'm, I'm still getting there. Kind of like Taylor Horton Tucker trying to figure it out. <laughs> no, oh, he's man. there already. He's, Our he's topic a, is Taylor Horton Tucker. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we're, we're we're Laker fans, right? We 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 follow South Bay. 
I'm pretty sure we all knew that in South Bay, there was this like very, this, this young kid with a strange body and very long arms who was just like kind of chill out, just kind of like doing crazy things on the court. But we were like, he's, he's kind of chucking up shots when he gets in. He's kind of like doing crazy dribble. What's happening? And then this week happened. And what the hell? I, I will I will put it out there really quickly. Um, he, uh, he and Brianna Stewart have the same exact height and same exact wingspan. Her wingspan seven one. Taylor Horton Tucker seven one. That that wingspan like that's insane. <laughs> I didn't know Brianna Stewart was only six four. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's wild, right? Well, I thought she, I thought she was taller. Yeah, I thought she was taller too. They're same exact height, same exact wingspan. <laughs> So Brianna Stewart has what like the greatest resume for a women's basketball player in history. So it not only logically follows that THT will end up being the goat. <laughs> that's that's like, as Laker fans, we've been pretty spoiled to have um, you know, even from the beginning, we've got George Bacon moving on to Jerry West. We got um we got Wilt, Kareem, Magic, Kobe, oh wow, Shaq going there, Braun. Oh. Now THT. <laughs> that was incredible. I don't know Pretty what spoiled. I do to follow that. Like, what do we, where do you even go from that? Like, you just <laughs> you just went from like all the greats to to. It's so weird, like seeing him already in the national like spotlight. That I think that's yeah. like really strange. Yeah, like, Is that normal? Like, think, I don't even hear lottery picks yeah. get talked about like this at all. Like, I I haven't heard who went number one in this draft. I'm not even Anthony sure. Edwards. There we go, that guy. I haven't heard anything about him like at all through these first few days. I've heard about Lamelo. Like, I've seen I've seen like Lamelo highlights in his passing, but it goes like from Lamelo to like THT. It's really strange. Like, there's no in between. That's why they don't call him Unridden Scout. But anyway. <laughs> you got to get to the league yeah, first. It's, it's the scout with Raj. <laughs> I was going to say. Seeing talk shows like bring up, talk about the Lakers. And the thing that they're talking about is THT is so weird to me still. Because like that yeah. that's the last thing we respect. We were expecting them to talk about Mark Saul's like passing, like all this stuff. Right. Like anything right. like Dennis Schroeder. But like it's all about THT right now, which is just it's honestly it's awesome because like we haven't really been it's been a while or not a while, but it's been like like a couple like two years since we talked about like young guys on the team and like getting excited about young guys on the team. So it's pretty fun to see. And like like you said, last season with G League, he averaged a lot of turnovers per game. And like a lot of times his handles would be like you'd see flashes of like what he's doing now. But like he is his his handle on the ball was a little loose and everything. But like his jump, at least two games in, it, it seems like it's it's been going like really well for him, and he's you know just really improved his skills. He's gotten a lot of VC from two K. The thing that strikes me and Raj, maybe you can speak to this too, is like the stuff that he did against the Clippers in the second game of the preseason. Now, he was obviously he was those were the. Those were the same shots he was taking the first game against the Clippers, right? He just happened to be a lot more efficient. But those were also the same kind of shots he was taking all throughout last year in South Bay. It's like he just started making these shots. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like he he started creating more space or something. I don't know. He also got strong. He also got leaner. Um, but like from a from a, forget the hype for a second. From a basketball perspective, it, dude's Looks got a good. lot of stuff in his bag, right? Like, go ahead, Raj. 
did you guys see like the Tony Allen quote where uh, yeah. where he talked about like where he said um Talon told him that in the G League, I guess it was a game that he was playing and uh he's like, I don't belong here, I don't belong in the G League. And like mm-hmm. that's kind of a crazy thing to say as like a second round pick. But yeah, like the separation he creates, like you can't teach that. Like that's skill. Like it doesn't matter if it's preseason or if it's at a park at the 24, like being able to create that kind of separation and hit a step back. He looked, I saw like a Luka Doncic like comparison, which I like that one, like a guy who can create that space and hit shots and create off the dribble and pick and roll. He's getting like, and ones that stuff. Like it doesn't matter where you're playing that, that stuff is legit. That's that skill. It's either you have it or you don't. So it's kind of cool to see him do that. I don't know if this is real, like it's crazy seeing Kevin O'Connor. He had like a huge, I think he's like a <laughs> closet Laker fan as well. But like he he had like a huge THD profile where he went to like all his skills and his moves. I'm like, this is crazy, yeah. dude. Like this dude was this dude's 20 years old. Yeah, which Kawhi didn't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the amount of the amount of stuff he has in his bag is ridiculous for a 20-year-old. Because and it, honestly, it's just he's one of those players where like he's just so fun to watch because he'll just be dribbling the ball and at any moment he'll like choose to go another way. And like there was a one possession with Paul George guarding him where I think he was going to get a screen and you completely thought he was just going to go through the screen and he just completely goes the other way. And Paul George had to like spin around the whole screen to get back to THT. Like the fact that he's doing this and he had a, he like the way he ripped the ball from Kawhi Leonard, this dude should not be doing this. So I, I mean, in all honesty, like I was not expecting any of this. So it's just been really, like I said, pleasant to see. I do want to talk about where he fits defensively on the team a little bit later, but like let's let's just can we appreciate his offensive game for a second? Mm-hmm. And not just like how good he is, but also like this this was a concern, right? That the Lakers needed a guy who was able to dribble penetrate. And obviously we picked it up with Schroeder, but there was still a concern. Like I know that I was thinking in the in the last few days of free agency, like, all right, do we get a center to help with the center rotation or do we get a guard because we need another ball handler? And if THT has like actual ball handling skills that can be consistent, it's like he literally just, boom, slots into one of the Lakers' needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. like it, it, It's kind of crazy to think about the fact that like when we look at um, acquisitions from this past offseason, like we could kind of count uh, THT is one of those because like we saw flashes of what he could contribute um, kind of especially for people who followed like South Bay and stuff like that it's like oh like we can see what's there what can develop but having like him getting all those minutes I know it's kind of a necessity because we only fielded I think eight or nine people last game um, mm-hmm. but seeing that was really really encouraging and it's kind of like seeing everything kind of start to fit together based on those like bits and pieces that we saw in the G League and then the very limited time that he had against the Rockets. You know what I mean? He's basically our draft pick this year, right? Like we traded the 28th pick for Danny Green. I mean, sorry, for Dennis Schroeder to Oklahoma City. So he's basically our pick. I'm kind of treating him as that. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see that that graphic that came up was like the only Lakers to score 30 points in the preseason was like yep. Kobe uh, D'Angelo Russell and now THT, which is Brandon Ingram too. Is, also, also Brandon. Yes, that's that's pretty crazy. That's a that's a crazy graphic to to have with him. He's bound to be an All Star once at least. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bound to get paid too. Yeah, it looks like. Well, that's what I was. Gonna, it's crazy because that's such like a silly like oh score thirty points in the preseason. But like you look at the list and it's like. All these guys are like obviously Kobe aside, but like all these guys, like they 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 do their job in the NBA, like they get paid because they're scorers. You know what I mean? 
Um, shout out to Brandon Ingram. Shout, shout out to, to the Lakers. Lakers scouting department, man. Like they've only had what one miss, like in the past maybe five or six drafts. And I mean, it, it, look at what Jordan Clarkson's doing for Utah. God, he's like, like the yeah. third best player. It's free. Yeah. It's crazy. So the thing too, and I guess we can start to move around to like THT's all around game is like when you look at the box scores and like, obviously it's preseason. I don't want to have to say that. Like it's basketball. These dudes haven't played. Some of these dudes haven't played basketball in eight months. Some of them haven't played basketball in two months. Like it's NBA basketball. There's only three preseason games. This is, this is just the season. I know it's an exhibition, but they're, they're playing basketball right now. THT is like filling out the stat sheet, right? He had three steals the first game, four steals the second game. Like he had four, four assists the second game. What? Uh, you know, four assists, the, four assists the first game. Nine rebounds the first game, 10 rebounds the second. Like he's doing everything on the floor. Uh, and that, that's really cool to see. So getting back to what Ali was saying, when he snatched Kawhi, it was like, oh, oh, he's not... He's not even afraid. You know what I mean? He's, mm-hmm. he's just playing his game right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell by the way he's carrying himself on the court how confident he is. He, like, he carries himself in a mannerism where, like, I don't know. I don't know if you guys tell me if it's the same, but he's not He's not really talking out there that much. It's just he's just doing out there doing his thing. And it reminds me of, like, and I'm not saying he's this person, but he's like, it's like he's like Kawhi and San Antonio where, like, he was just, like, doing his job and not talking. But I'm again, not saying he's like Hawaiian San Antonio. I'm just saying he's playing with that mannerism where like, he's just, you know, not showing any emotion. He's just playing out there. Yeah, He's like not trying to fit in, right? Like that's kind of what I see. Like a lot of picks that are like second rounders, they're just trying to fit in or try to make the team or make the rotation by like being a three and D player, being a defensive player. But he doesn't see himself like that at all. He seems, he sees himself as like an on ball score, like a star, right? That's like, like you were saying, his manner, mannerisms on the court. He sees himself as a star. That's the difference to me, like with him as Kawhi. Kawhi came in as a guy trying to fit in, right? Play his role, play next to Tim Duncan, Ginobili. He's just like, nah, screw that. I don't need to give the ball to LeBron or Schroeder or whoever's on the court. I can run, <laughs> I can run pick and roll myself and I can score or get to the rim. Um, and his passing is like top, top tier level. Like he's driving in, finding dudes. He had like a pass to Kuzma in the corner, which is like top level vision, which is really cool. To your point about Kawhi on San Antonio, I think that's kind of one of the things that's cool about this year's Lakers, like this iteration of the Lakers. When Kawhi went to San Antonio, and obviously I, I feel bad that we keep making this comparison because it's not nah, a comparison. Make it. Nah, make it. Nah, make no, make it. No, make it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, if, there, if there's an actual comparison to be made, it's Giannis. <laughs> oh, man. Um, It's like – when 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 in normal situations where young players who have like promise they, they come into a system right and it's like especially a system like san antonio or a situation like san antonio where like everyone knows their role everyone does their job nobody's bigger than the team like nobody gets special treatment blah 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 which is a fine way to run your organization it's interesting when tht comes to the lakers because like straight up it's not like that like lebron saw this guy play in high school and told rich paul to go get him and then years later, LeBron goes to the Lakers. Rich Paul helps the Lakers trade for another Rich Paul client. It's like THT's kind of a made man in this situation. And it would be right. so easy for him to just like ride that. You know what I mean? Like take it yeah. for granted in a way. Like I'm a second round pick. And here I am, a champion who played in the bubble. And I'm getting, you know, burned. I'm on on ball when LeBron and AD are out. But it's like, no, he's he's taking it to guys. 
Um, and he has the opportunity to do that because it's like a perfect situation for him. He, he's, he shares an agency with the two best players on the team and his agent helps the, the general manager run the team. Um, it's, it's kind of a perfect situation. Yeah. And, and uh, it's kind of funny too, because uh, as you said before, it's like an established sort of culture. And then THC is kind of just like, Oh, you guys want me? I'm, I'm next up. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what I got kind of thing. And, and it's uh I, I don't know. You, you, like all the Kawhi talk makes me think about like he could have been in Indiana if Indiana was just like this George Hill guy. Now let's give up his, our pick for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. <laughs> oh, what a shame! I know. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> was that was that a Larry yeah. Bird move? Was that a Kevin Pritchard move? I need to look that uh, up. That was uh, 2011. Um, I had to be. I think that was Bird still. Yeah, Bird was still there because Bird stepped down. I think. 2014 okay okay yeah i think like paul george he lied again but he was like oh i, I remember i wanted to play with Kawhi that time or something like that if i, if I remember yeah. he said something yeah, like I'm that i'm pretty too. sure it was in free agency <laughs> or something <laughs> there's a uh there's a picture of tht shooting uh making a shot over paul george and someone captioned i think it was kev uh shout out to kev kage uh on twitter but he he uh, quote tweeted it with "That's a bad shot." <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> oh man! Um, real quick, I also think like obviously you can't take you have to take this with a grain of salt, but the dude was a plus thirty six in the second preseason game. Like, bro, the Lakers won by twenty five points. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's crazy. The next highest Laker was plus 16 and my man Kyle Kuzma who just a quick tangent quick aside not even a tangent just an aside he was also the Lakers plus minus leader in the first preseason game so shout out to Kyle Kuzma he's had a great preseason he did yeah like I I don't like they're the Lakers in general look like pretty good like when they're playing like Trez looked pretty good damn good too like he fit I, I was surprised to see him fit in so well with the team and like seeing Mark just make those passes I was just like we I keep thinking like all of the times that uh, Kuzma didn't get the ball like on cuts just because Rondo was just like dribbling for about 18 seconds. Um, And then like, I mean, we've talked about it before with like how smart Kuz has been with like getting to the rim at the right time, picking his spots. And then because Mark's going to find you. Yeah, that's awesome to see. Mark's Mark's going to have a big role with Kuzma just because like as you can already see it, like the Lakers ball movement when Mark's on the floor is infinitely better. Mm, it's beautiful. ridiculous because like it's just like rubs off on every other player on the team where like you just keep moving the ball around make the second or third pass and yeah Kuz is just feasting off it because Mark is having it at the top of the key and like they're just running their sets and he just anytime like he'll throw like a little like low pass or, like he, he just gets the perfect angle on his passes too it's so nice it's a structure thing, right? Like this, this point was made on the LFR pod. Like we can run different actions with Mark on the floor that we just weren't able to run before. We didn't have the personnel to do it. Um, so hopefully that like that, you know, freshness, that like organic newness will help Kuz out. We're kind of talking about uh, the greater Lakers roster now. So in that same vein, I want to sort of get back to THT and talk about how he figures to fit in uh, in the regular season with the with the whole roster like it this is a very deep team and obviously pandemic shortened season there will be minutes available but in terms of a regular rotation it, it is a little hard 
Well, I mean, it, it's hard to envision who loses minutes, who gains minutes. How do you play him? So I, I just wanted to ask, and I, I'll, I'll hand it off to Raj first, and then we can move around. Like, what is what do you do with THT? How how much do you play him, and what role do you play him in? I wanted to bring this back to what we talked about last time. Remember, Schroeder came in saying he wanted to start. Like, he's like, yeah. oh, I'm a, I'm a starter here. Like, I need to start. This team is deep as hell. Like, I don't think, like, you can just start just because, you know, you say so. Yeah. Like, the minutes are going to be distributed whichever way that Vogel sees is the best that's going to win. That's where THG kind of falls in, right? If they're winning and he's playing well, like, he's going to play. There's You don't keep guys like this on the bench. Um, it doesn't matter how deep this team is. And that's who I think he's going to be fighting for minutes against. I see people saying he's going to take Kuzma's minutes. I mean, I just think they're totally different in terms of position and and what they need. I think he's going to be fighting against Schroeder um, and then whoever else, Caruso as well. Um, Those two can play together, but I think that's where he gets his minutes from. I still think he's not going to get like 20 minutes a game, probably get like five to 10 minutes, but you can't keep this kind of guy with this kind of skill um, on the bench. You just, you just can't. He's, He's been playing if he continues to play like this. I, I agree. I think I think his the biggest person he's going up against is Schroeder. Um, he like I can see I can see depending on the matchups who plays more or what they need at that moment. Um, but I think THT is actually going to get a decent amount of minutes just because like there's going to be nights where the Lakers will be up by a decent amount and maybe in the second half they won't play LeBron all that much and that's where you just plug THT in and you and he gets those extra minutes. Are you saying there's going to be a lot of nights where the Lakers are up there? There's going to be a lot of high five and listen, I... <laughs> a lot of ice on the knees. <laughs> Guys, I still want to keep posting my We Believe graphic. Like, come on! I know you can't do that anymore, bro. They got we got picked like eighty five percent of picking us to. I, to... <laughs> I almost quote tweeted that graphic to be like only eighty six percent. We believe. <laughs> Andrew, what about you, man? Where do you see THC fitting I mean, in the regular season? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it's been spoken about with, uh, like, I feel like uh, Dennis Schroeder being the dude he'd most likely take minutes away from because I don't think Quinn Cook is ahead of him in the pecking order, even though, like, Quinn Cook been shooting pretty well, man. Like, that dude's uh, that dude's been pl- playing pretty well for, like, a dude that people kind of disregard. It's like, oh, he's just, like, a chemistry guy. Um because I feel like Caruso, you could kind of just plug in with everybody. So like, he's just going to be playing like regardless. Um, but with THC, I, I feel like let's say it's one of those nights where like maybe Dennis is just having an off night. Because, I mean, we saw it before. I think it was the first, uh, yeah, the first preseason game where he, he was the only one or where the only one that he played. Um there were you could see why the Lakers brought him in, but you could also still see the frustration, uh, the frustrating part about his game. You know what I mean? Like the right. decision making sometimes isn't all there. It's cool to have that quickness, but like sometimes, like is he going to make that right decision? Like most of the times when he's placed in those positions, kind of thing. So, um, I mean, it would be a pretty interesting balancing act, but it, it would also be pretty funny if like THD plays so well and Dennis is kind of just like middling, and then it's like. We're going to have THT a little, a little bit more playing time there. But, I mean, I don't see that happening. But I will say this as like a – like LeBron is like a – his religion is hoop. You know what I mean? He yeah. has a very, uh, let's say, strict adherence to the dogma of that religion, which we saw last year. Well, I don't want to blame LeBron. Like uh, they're elder statesmen. LeBron is an elder statesman of the league. 
Uh, Frank Vogel is an elder statesman of the league. I think we saw last year that they have an adherence to that dogma. And by that, of course, I'm referring to Alice Caruso not playing as much as we thought he should play. <laughs> um, and and it, it culminated in him starting game six of the NBA Finals. But it took until that point. And I would be interested to see if that holds true for THT or if because he is a made man and also because like like keep it a book like THT is not Alex Caruso there's things that THT brings to the table that like other people just can't maybe yeah. those two things get him a, a boost in terms of his ability to crack the rotation where it's like it just wasn't going to happen for other players and I'm not saying they're going to do this but THT allows them to really if they wanted to work around the trade deadline I'm not saying they will Exp- expound upon that Oh no! Like, like if uh, I don't, I kind of don't want to <laughs> expound upon that. All right, yeah, relax, started. Christian. Relax, Christian. Uh, <laughs> um, if I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible, if certain players don't enjoy their role or the minutes they're getting, THT would be very happy to take them. Um, and those players would probably be traded. Uh, Ali, which which uh, which players uh, are you uh, impl- implicating, or wh- what I, are you implying? Uh, I'm only here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> Great reference. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean, there's there's a lot of NBA Twitter that's like, of course, this kid on the Lakers is getting all of this hype and stuff. It's like, listen, do Laker fans take it too far? Oh, absolutely, sure. yes. But it's hard for us to not get excited over seeing like a 20 year old do this sort of thing. It, it just makes us more excited for the futures. Of course, there are like a lot of other Lakers fans who are like, oh, he's better than like he's better than Paul George and he's better than Kawhi and stuff like that. It's like, all right, let's pump the great better than Paul George. Sure. Kawhi, not there yet. You know, almost, almost. <laughs> so my, my basically my thing is this, right? Like I'm looking at um Cranjus McBasketball has a has a lineup tool uh, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. on his yeah. website that Harrison Fagan like you know made a sample rotation of, and I'm looking at the rotation right now. Uh, I also have another Harrison Fagan tweet to to reference. So this is going to be a very Harrison heavy pod today. Um, but in this rotation, he has Talon starting the second quarter at point guard, um, which is funny. That's what Pete of Laker Film Room said also on the LFR pod. Uh, he would ha- mm-hmm. he would have him start the second quarter, and then he has him. Uh, Harrison has him ending the third and starting the fourth at point guard. Now that equals 12 minutes basically in this rotation. He also has Alice Caruso playing 21 minutes and Dennis Schroeder playing 27 minutes. And for reference, Markeith playing 12 minutes and Kuzma playing 15 minutes. Now I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I just can't see Taylor Horton Tucker playing 12 minutes, playing the same amount of minutes as Markeith Morris. If Taylor Horton Tucker's doing that, showing that kind of scoring punch, and to be quite frank, I can't see Kyle Kuzma playing 15 minutes when Taylor Horton Tucker is showing that kind of defensive yeah. potential. Yeah. Now, this is obviously very premature. And one of the reasons it's premature is, like, let's be straight up. We have not seen this man play with LeBron and AD yet. Right. And I know LeBron and AD aren't going to play every game this season, but your, your fit with LeBron and AD is what matters most. That's what that's what was causing all the Kuzma consternation last year. And that's what's going to, that conversation is going to be had with THT too. So my question to you guys, uh, Kendra, I'll hand it off to you. How do you think THT fits with LeBron and AD? And what do you expect to see tomorrow? Well, tonight when the listeners are hearing this. I'm, this is going to be kind of unpopular, but I honestly just feel like 
you could fit anybody in with LeBron and AD and you kind of just make it work. Uh, Cause those guys are so just damn good at what they do. I mean, LeBron being everything um, of course, AD would just like from the mid range. I really want to, uh, I really hope that kind of carries on from the bubble um, as well as, you know, getting to the rim. But I, I just feel like whatever THT's asked to do to fit in with those two he's going to to be able to do that. Like he seems like one of those players that's going to be adaptable, whether it's going to be like uh, someone on uh, or like getting to the rim, like and Braun finding him or making that extra pass to get right. it to Braun or AD kind of thing. I, I feel like he was just going to be able to get that experience to play with them. And of course, like through practice and all that stuff, he will, but he's just going to have to do what he he's asked because I mean, as much as we want to hype up THT, it's just like you have LeBron and AD. Like those yeah. are those are the focal points of your offense. With uh, with the way, and again, short sample size, so yeah. this isn't like a concrete answer. But with the way that THT is shooting so far, as long as you can shoot, you'll fit next to LeBron and AD. Like it'll 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 work itself out. He's like a pick and roll player, right? Like he's a guy that dominates through the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you not get better playing with probably the best pick and roll big in the game and Anthony Davis. Like I don't know how the fit with LeBron. I'm sure LeBron will have the ball or maybe he'll go stand on the side while THT cooks. But um yeah, like I want to see him with a guy like Anthony Davis who can roll to the rim. Um he's shown as a good passer to find him and like I want to see Marcus all with them as well. Like Mark mm-hmm. and THD already have like a little bit of chemistry. I know it's been like two games, but or one game, but they seem to already be pretty connected. I mean, just add another passer like LeBron into that. Um, I'm sure he'd be fine. Again, that's if this is all legit. I, I don't know. You got still got to see a regular right. season game, but yeah, like I, I think he'll be fine next to, next to them. So Harrison tweeted out that, LeBron said, and uh, sorry, this is confusing because I'm saying Harrison said LeBron said. So I'll read Harrison's tweet to clear up any confusion. LeBron says that while he was called upon to be the primary ball handler last year, that won't necessarily be the case this year. Now, Harrison took that, and I take that to mean too, that, that that's leaning on Schroeder a lot. But given THT's performance, I think it, that, that could change. Um, I've heard, I want to see THC on the floor with AD Ambron. Part of the reason you run those pick and rolls, Raj, like isn't just to create the advantage there, but it's because mm. that penetration causes the defense to react in ways they're not used to. So if THT is driving, snaking pick and rolls, and then kicking it to LeBron, who is now attacking a compromised defense in space, I, like what, what can you do? What, what the Houston Rockets ain't doing nothing. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Christian was doing with Braun. All right. Um praying. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I'm 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 excited. I think and here we go again back to the defensive point. I think it matters a lot what his defensive potential is because it's cool to strip Kawhi in a preseason game, but there's also a matter of like who does this guy defend? Like he's six four, he's not that tall, but he does have a huge wingspan and he's also a stocky guy. Um, so is he going to defend wings? And if he defends wings, maybe that does kind of take Kyle Kuzma's minutes or eat into Kyle Kuzma's minutes a little bit. Um, but I, I don't know. Defensively, obviously, is how he's going to have to break into the rotation, given the Lakers reputation um, and how they won their championship. So wh- where, where do you see him playing defensively in the NBA? You, you're the position that you guard. So what position should he be? 
Well, I mean, I, did you hear the quote from Vogel? Who's like, well, Vogel kind of hypes up everybody, but he's like, THT has 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 like the same amount of defensive potential as he does offensive potential. Which I mean, I'm sure that's kind of just yeah, I'm sure that's kind of just bringing him up. But still, you kind of look at it, Rick. I think you brought up the wingspan, or Kenji, you brought up the wingspan is seven uh, one. Um, so like, and you saw him guard Kawhi in like very small spaces. Um, I thought he chased PG around pretty well. Like, mm-hmm. I think he'll be a wing defender, a wing guard defender. I think he makes more mistakes on like kind of just knowledge, like not really understanding NBA defenses yet. I don't see him making like mistakes, like getting bodied or like being put in the basket. You know what I mean? Like those would be worrisome to me, but it's just more mistakes of like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to help at, or, you know, this is where I'm supposed to cover, cover from. Agreed. Like you could see, I forgot what possession it was. There was a possession where THT got uh, like tripped and you saw him get really upset with himself because of that. So like, like you said, it's going to be like those little mistakes, but I think with a hungry mind like his, like he's going to pick up on that really fast. So, and I also agree with you that his, I think, I think the biggest position, the the best position for him to guard is like smaller wings. I think those right. are the people that he should really, like you said earlier, like we talked about earlier, him and Kuzma is a little different because Kuzma can guard the bigger wings. Whereas I don't think THT can like, I don't right. want, yeah, I, yeah. You can get what I'm saying. So it's funny. I said this on Twitter during the game um, and I was hyped up. So I might've been like, you know, going a little crazy, but I basically, I, I, I said THC was acting like super saying DeJounte Murray. Um, and <laughs> I, I really like DeJounte Murray, but DeJounte Murray, he's six, four, he's got a six ten wingspan. So somewhat similar bodies, obviously THC is a little stockier. He's a little, a little stronger. So I, I think he probably has like, he has the physical tools to become a good defender. Keep in mind, DeJounte Murray also had an injury that affected his progression early in his career. I think he got injured when he was in the league versus Taylor, who got injured in, in high school. Or, mm-hmm. he, right? he, he, missed, yeah. he missed the first summer league THT too. If you don't remember right. last season, he, he yeah. didn't play in the summer league because he was hurt. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the thing about, so similar bodies, obviously similar, mm-hmm. similar injury. Uh, DeJounte was the, is the youngest NBA, youngest player ever to get all NBA, all defensive team votes um, by virtue of granted his instincts, but also his body type. So I see that potential in THT, especially because of what he did uh, in the preseason. So I'm hyped. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm pretty sure every Laker fan right now is like, it's, it's impossible <laughs> not to be. It's impossible not to be. Yeah. I love other teams being like settled down. Like I'm, I promise we can do both. Like we can enjoy LeBron and AD and we can also like enjoy a young prospect on its way up. Like we, we well, got yeah, exa- this. No, 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 no. Exactly. Why would we not hype up our third best player? It makes no sense. <laughs> we're, we're Laker fans. We're not fans of those other teams. We can do both. That's the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we mentioned how THT will fit with LeBron and AD, which we will get a chance to see in the preseason game against the Suns. But more importantly, mm-hmm. Or maybe not actually, but we will get a chance to just see LeBron and AD, who we haven't seen mm-hmm. in the preseason. Who I honestly didn't expect to see in the preseason. Um, I don't expect much, given that these two guys are going to be leaned on a lot for the next eight months or so. Uh, but I- I'm excited to see them. What 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 are you guys looking forward to, Kendrew? Like, should we expect anything out of those guys, or is it just a glorified conditioning drill? <laughs> I just I just want them to rest, man. Like. Just like put them in bubble wrap or like put them in one of those hyperbolic time chambers like from Dragon Ball Z and just like have them chill. You know what I mean? That's two like, Dragon Ball Z references in like four I know. minutes. <laughs> I know. I mean, we're trying to keep it up, uh, Ali. Uh, but I mean, 
it's what 70 days since they last played a game, which is like the shortest turnaround from uh, playing a game, having a quote unquote off season. So, you know, just getting their body rights, uh, bodies right uh, would be the biggest thing for me, uh, especially coming from that mindset of like, okay, injuries can easily happen when your bodies just aren't there yet with such, such a short amount of uh, recovery time for them they need to slowly ramp themselves up to the point where they can get back to where they can be 100%. Because I think they should be, both Braun and AD, I think, should just be playing at around like 60% to 75% until like March, honestly. Just because I feel like the talent is there to not have to rely on them so much. Because we saw it last year. As soon as Braun goes out, it's just like, oh, look, there's our lead. It's gone now, (laughs) kind of thing. So hopefully, like, we have the talent to kind of help out with that because... I think that's what the team building went into this year. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, expecting that, like, you need to give Braun and AD rest because, like, those seven, is it 72 games? 70? 72, 72, yeah. 72 games. Those 72 games are going to be important, of course. Like, you got to make it through. But the most important thing is, like, get healthy, get through those 16 games. That's the biggest thing for us. I think I think as far as the preseason goes, uh, the thing I'm most excited to see with Braun and AD is Mark. probably... AD's fit next to Marcus All. Like, I want to see how that's going to work out. Because I think, again, Marcus All is my like favorite preseason signing, during offseason signing, just because like I I always want to see an actual stretch five next to next to Gasol, next to AD. And we're finally getting that. And so it's just I, I just really want to see what that does for AD's game. Right. And like, I know the Clippers weren't trying or whatever, like they mm-hmm. still have their like too cool for school kind of like um, Kawhi and Paul George. But like I, I watched them have trouble like guarding KCP coming off these little pin downs because Marcus Gasol can just hit you on point. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, we know what LeBron and AD are, obviously, like we know their production, but I just want to see like, what the hell does that look like? Like, like I know Marcus Gasol isn't Jokic, he's not hardened, but he's like an offense to himself, right? Like Rick, you were saying, like, he's like, his own kind of structure. He brings something that just, we didn't have last year. I just want to see him like, with like, this is probably the best passing, I don't know, player, but passing big that LeBron's ever played with, depending how good you think Kevin Love was like as a passer. But I just want to see like how that looks like AD coming off these little brush screens and cutting to the rim with Gasol finding them. Like I'm, that's what I'm ex- excited for. I don't care if they're going 70%, they can still run off screens. They can still cut, they can still dunk and, and things like that. So, the Lakers have one more preseason game, obviously, against the Suns. But in, in six days, the regular season will be here. Um, so we won't have to answer all of these hypothetical questions about what can be, what could be. We will know what is. And I, I know only 10 games less isn't, isn't some huge number. But every game matters just a little bit more, uh, especially given the fact that Bron and AD um, will be sitting out some this year. From the looks of the preseason, so will KCP and Markeith Morris. Um but before we look forward to the regular season, um, let, let's take a look around the NBA real quick to see what the competition looks like for the defending champion Los Angeles Lakers. I told you I say it there last time. There we pop. go. There we it. go. There <laughs> <it is. laughs> um, look, man, Anthony Davis isn't the only superstar to sign a five-year extension this offseason. THT do something? What? Who? For the record, we cannot extend THT. I just want to make sure the <laughs> listeners know that. <laughs> that is against the salary of the CBA. <laughs> um, do, do, does Giannis signing the Supermax mean anything for the Lakers is the question. 
I think the only thing that means for them is that they don't have any, they already didn't have a chance after they signed LeBron, but they like really didn't have a chance once he signed. And I think that's the only, I think we all like, obviously we're like, we want Giannis, like, like I can't wait for free agency. But at the end of the day, I think every Laker fan deep down knew he wasn't like, wasn't going to come here. Um, It was just like all wishful thinking. But I think that just means, I think that just means like for the next five years, you have another team. And I know people like to joke around with it, but the Bucks will be a contender for like the next five years. They will be. And I think, I think, I think the Lakers just got to keep up with, keep building around LeBron AD until, you know, LeBron decides to retire. And like, you got to find that second player, whoever it may be to like help with that uh, move in the future. You know, I really wanted to make, I really wanted to say that as a joke, but I felt like I used up too many THT jokes this pod already. I, I think it just ends like this, this like, we don't have to worry about like some super team being created, I guess. Like I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little worried he would go to like Golden State or something like that um, next off season. So I guess it, <laughs> so, I, so I guess it kind of ends uh it ends that or he's not going to Dallas or wherever the other places like I think the Bucks are they're going to be good I mean I feel like a super max kind of hinders whatever you can do kind of like in terms of like team building I'm not saying they can't win I'm just saying like I think it's really tough to build a championship team while having a guy who's probably not the best player in the game like and he's like top five but um I think it's just tough to win a championship that way so um, yeah I think like that's all it, it means and I'm happy for them like I'm happy that the Bucks uh, and the NBA were able to get a star to to stay. Um, I I think with the like I, I kind of wish they were able to pull off the uh, Bogdan uh, sign and trade, but I mean, guys should have just followed the rules. Like, come on now. Um, but like having Drew there, like people kind of keep saying like, oh, like well, he's not gonna do like people are kind of forgetting like how big of an upgrade it is to go from. Uh, what's it called from Eric Bledsoe, Bledsoe to Drew Holiday? Like he's he he's such a he's such a good player, and I'm really excited to see like what they're going to be able to do. But I mean, outside of them, like I do feel like the Clippers are going to be up there as uh, one of the big contenders. Um, I really don't know how the East is going to shape up, other than the fact that I think the Nets are probably going if they're able to kind of just keep all of the. Uh, the locker room chemistry stuff. Cause we know how important that is. Like as much as we were like this team on paper, it looks great. If the team's not there, like as a unit, like it's all going to fall apart. But um, do, do you guys feel like the nets are the most likely team to come out of the East? I I'm still, and I'm Rick, I feel like you, you and me agree on this. I'm still a 76ers believer. Oh man. Yeah. I, I, I will, I will get to that. Because you're right, 100%. I also just feel like the Nets are kind of, like, I think it's just going to take time, man. Like, it's really Mm -hmm. hard to put a a team together and and make it to the finals, like, that quickly. Um, Especially given, like, Kyrie and KD are kind of mercurial. And it's not, like, a bad Mm -hmm. thing. Like, it's, I think, I think that because they're friends, because DeAndre's there, like, because they respect Steve Nash, they're going to be okay with being patient. Like, I said this, I I, I don't think I said this on the pod. Maybe I just said it on Twitter. Like, I think they're going to be completely okay making it to the conference finals and losing and saying, all right, we got to get better. 
because I think they know how hard it is to win a championship. I think KD knows the from Golden State how hard it is to keep that environment. I think Kyrie knows like what it's like to be going far in the playoffs, but having contention in the locker room. I think they understand that, and I think they're going to be patient. Um, and yeah, like Ali said, man, I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, about, <laughs> I'm about the I'm about the seventy sixers, bro. <laughs> like, hold on, man, hold on, because Rogers no, over I, here shaking his head. Yeah, I know. They get out of the first round. Can they get out of the first round first? Like, can they can they get out of the first round? I'm actually with Rick on this one, dude. I I really like how this team looks, man. Like, they make the case. Make the case. Well, well, they tinkered. You like let's let's go back. Let's go back two three years. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, JJ Rocco, Dario was the best lineup in the Mm -hmm. league. And then they they overextended. They tinkered and they traded for Tobias and they traded for Jimmy Butler. And I think now Daryl Murd. What'd you say? Uh, Al Horford. I was ignoring that completely. Um, <laughs> now that Moore is there, what what's the first thing he did? He got shooters, shooters, got shooters. And you know what? He even I think they kind of low key got quote unquote worse because they let, they shipped out more talent than they brought in in general. But they got a lot. They got a lot better fit. And the fit is what made them good mm-hmm. in the first place. They got yeah. the guys that they needed to surround around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, which is what they ignored before. They were like, let's just get a bunch of talent. Yeah. Let's just get stars. Good- and like, let's just get all like good players. It's like going on 2K and just training for all the high rated players. And then it's like, oh, why is it when I sim my games? I still don't like, you know what I mean? Like you need that yeah. chemistry. Well, I mean, also having Seth Curry and Danny Green right there when uh, you have Ben Simmons, who's going to take like negative three point shots like you're going to need that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just I'm just hot. And also, like, I think Doc Rivers is the right coach for that team. I have you know doubts about Doc. R- Hold on. I got doubts about Kendry's over here shrugging. I got doubts about Doc Rivers in terms of like, you know, maybe his overall coaching ability. But one thing he can do is motivate a locker room, especially a locker room with potential conflicts. Oh, you know, like Rondo being a complete jackass in Boston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? KG being an, a certified crazy person and who I got to bleep out his name now, just being a, 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 a pooper, literally. So, like, I believe in Doc Rivers and his ability to, like, motivate those guys together. Um, I, I don't know, man. I'm feeling it. But when we're talking about getting out of the East, though, like, Doc Rivers is a good coach for them. I think Philly has a nice roster. But are they better than that team that had Jimmy Butler and, and uh, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid leading that? Like, I'm I'm not sure. And I'm not sure I'm not sure if they're better than Boston. I'm not sure if they're better than – uh. I know that I know that that hurt even came coming out. I know that hurt coming out, but I'm, I'm giving Raj the stink face. Unwritten <laughs> salty. Uh, oh my god! Don't do that! Don't do that! But uh, yeah, that hurt coming out. But still, like I'm serious. Like Boston, I think with Tatum, Brown, they got a center now. Like I'm not Six sure they ten. Jason Tatum is now their center. Yes. Yeah, I understand, but <laughs> but still, and they got swept by the Celtics. Like I understand Ben Simmons didn't play, but like just looking at that, I don't know. Do I trust Joel Embiid to be in shape and? in like seven eight months like i'm i'm not sure about that and doc rivers has his playoff resume it's not all his fault paul george isn't his fault but i just i don't know i don't i don't trust that seth curry and danny green is is enough like i i just don't think that's that's enough i know they have better shooting now and all that i just i just don't see and ben simmons is still going to be defended the same way i was watching his preseason game um today he still drives and passes up shots going to the rim like he's a special talent i just don't trust it yet in the playoffs, I guess, to, to beat Milwaukee, Boston, um, and, and those teams. Hey, Raj. Yeah. What did the 76ers do to you, man? 
Oh man, nothing. I just, uh, I just see the hype. That's all. And I'm like trying to. You raise a lot of valid points. The only yeah, thing I want to say no, no, he does. He does. The only thing I want to say is that the Celtics are trash. Uh, I don't. Believe I wish. I wish that were true. Like I really. No, 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 really no, 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 no. Jason Tatum <laughs> is not trash. Okay. All right. Jalen Brown is not, not trash. trash. The okay, Celtics sorry. are trash. Oh, okay. Bro. Yeah, I can. Like, I can go I, with that. I can't see them leaning on Kemba Walker. Also, the dude's hurt and he's small. That's true. And the That's last fair. time they had a small hurt point guard. That their ceiling was capped. No, no disrespect yes. to Isaiah Thomas. They don't have a center. Not granted, Tristan Thompson. You know, he does some things. He's a great, uh, he's a good, good offensive rebounder. Good, good signing. Good signing. Good, good signing. But like, I once again, I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like Miles Turner would have been a better fit for that roster. Agreed. Um, mm-hmm. But Absolutely. he cost too much, and they couldn't treat him like an asset, so they lost out on him. Um, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. I, I think I think I I don't think they're going to be as good. Like I can't see them finishing with a with a. They're not going to have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. I'll say that. I just don't like looking like the Celtic like Homer or something here. Like I'm no, not you like do. Support- you do. You I'm do. not like supporting the Celtics. I just I I find their basketball to like, players to be better than the than the Sixers. That's all. I don't think that's a. I don't think I need to be a supporter of Boston here. Is that a, is that a green shirt you're wearing? Oh God, stop that! Don't don't do that. It is a green shirt. <laughs> No, it's actually yellow, but uh, yeah, it does look green on the in the Zoom camera. I have I have the the blue light filter on my computer, so it did look it did look very lime greeny. Gotta gotta keep those those melatonin production at at a, <laughs> at a right level. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Sorry, real quick. Uh, so I brought this up with the, some friends, and they were just like, "Ah, oh, that, that's kind of I don't like that." Would you guys be mad if the Lakers didn't end up with the top seed? Because if that means no. Braun and AD are like rested, I'm cool with them being like third seed or something like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. I'm not. I actually, no joke. I know a lot of people think like they're going to finish first and finish one of the best records. I feel like people think that. I actually don't. I actually think they finish like second or third seed. Like I know I filled out when I did my fill out, I put them at the first seed. So if you want to hold me to that, you can hold me to that. But like the more I've been sitting on it, the more I'm like, I actually think they finished like second or third. I think other teams are going to try really hard to like get the top seed while the Lakers are like, we know who we are. We're a playoff team and we're going to just like run through it then. When it comes to whether I care or not, if the Lakers are the top seed, I'm going to quote my little sisters. Don't care. But when it comes to like, what do I what do I predict? I think they actually will be the top seed. I think you got to think about the fact that this is a new team. They're, they're basically half the team's new. There's not going to be any like lull or hangover. You think about guys like Montrez and Dennis Schroeder. Like they're not going to be out here going, oh, this team was the first seed. Like we don't need to try. Also, Mark Gasol, like he might be older, but like they were they were a really high seed last year. You know, he's used to playing excellent at a high level for over the course of a season. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. you know, guys like like Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews is not going to take nights off. Taylor's out here trying to prove himself. Alex Caruso is not going to take nights off. Hopefully Kyle Kuzma will also be trying to prove himself. Um, so, you know, I mean, and honestly, like, how can they be anything less than the one seed when they have Costa Sanatacumpo on the roster? Oh, man. So, like, <laughs> that was mean. Anyway, is that, is that, a, trans- is that a transition? <laughs> no, it was not. That was not a transition at all. We're not, we're not, we're not talking about Costa on the spot right now. Um, I, no, I just think- wishes he can transition like that, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was mean. That was Jesus. Mean. Oh, that was 
what did he do to you more, more oh, like man. unwritten cruelty anyway i don't cost us okay sorry anyway no i got oh, i got all oh, that unwritten takumpo Ooh. i actually really <laughs> like that i appreciate that i appreciate that okay uh that what am i supposed to do with that i don't even know like what do I- <laughs> write these you down know who write- i am no. <laughs> you write these down right now <laughs> oh man um, good all lord right. well um enough enough talk enough talk it's 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 about time it's almost time the season is almost here it's time to put up or shut up guys I know we've played the Clippers twice in the preseason, but the next time we play the Clippers, we're ignoring the Suns. I don't care. Chris Paul is going to do his thing, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Clippers, first game of the regular season. The last time that happened, uh, I was just thinking that. Didn't end up too well for the Lakers or for me and my Twitter personality. Uh, so, uh, in general, what do you guys expect uh, for the first game of the season? And let me get that prediction. I need it on wax. Yeah, Raj, go ahead. You can start. I can see you want to start. Go ahead. You got it. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. Uh, no, Jess, I, I think, I mean, this is like I said, we're playing the long game here, especially with wanting AD and Bron to rest. I know like they, they're going to be like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't want to do load management. And all. It's like, yeah, yeah, you do. Like, come on, LeBron. Like, we know you want to load manage. It's all right, man. I Unpopular here. I think the Clippers win by like five. You know what's crazy is I'm not shocked. You said Lakers are going to lose. I'm not shocked in the slightest. I was very on brand. Yeah. Dude, my Russell Westbrook. What? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the James Harden just. <laughs> I I actually think the opposite. I think I think LeBron and AD are going to like have a talk with the team, especially the newer guys, and say how they lost the first game last season, and they want to come out first game of the regular season, set a good tone. And, like, let's go out there and dominate. And I think, like, LeBron will start out hot in the beginning. Like, just, again, like, setting the tone of what they should do. And I think the I think it's a close game, definitely. But I think they, they Lakers win by, like, seven. Yeah, um, I feel I feel the same way. I mean, this, this team is just too deep. And, Rick, you just went through it. All those players you listed, like, they weren't on the team last year. They're going to watch the Lakers get a ring. Um, their ring ceremony is that same night. Um, I think they'll start slow and uh, and get the win as well. I'm I'm not clip- picking the Clippers in this in this one. I completely forgot they're getting their ring, and there's a there's a curse that day with teams when they get their ring. Uh, I totally forgot about that, so I'm gonna ch- I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm not gonna change my prediction, but there is a curse. I don't believe in that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you. I'm gonna do you one better, actually. Um, the Lakers won the first preseason game by six. Uh, the Lakers won the second preseason game by 25. I'm going to go Lakers. 50. Four... <laughs> by 50. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Lakers, 14 and a half point favorites. That's what I'm going to say. I think they're going to win by double digits. I'm averaging the the, the deficits. I, I like the point about uh, the team taking the game seriously after uh, after the first uh, after the first game of, of last regular season. I hear what you're saying about the ring curse. I think it's an emotional time, but back to what Raj was saying, which is hilarious because it's what I was saying originally, real inception of ideas there. It's a new team, man. Like half those guys aren't going to get rings. They're going to look at the rings to their left and right and be like, I need that. And that starts tonight. Um, so I'm going to go with a double digit Laker victory on opening night. 
When when was the last time the Lakers won on uh, opening night? Because I know the past two seasons they've lost. And I don't know why I just remembered uh, back in the 2013, 2014, they opened up against the Clippers and they beat them because of like Xavier Henry and Nick Young. Jordan um, Farmer too, I think, went off yes, in, that, sir. in that game. Yes, you, yes no, sir. No, 24, 2014, or 2013, no, let, it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. He's right, he's right, let it go. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of Jordan Farmer there. He, he, was he, he not on that team? He, he, joined, he joined like later, like a month later. Do you remember Farmer last season, bro? What? Yeah, no, no, go with it. Just go. With he, it. He's anyway, bro. He him on that spectrum table though. He was killing it. My God, I was mad yeah. because you said when was the last time the Lakers won on opening night, and I was like, what? What do we have? The Elias hotline up right now? Like, bro, I don't know that. No, I'm just trying to. I'm. I'm just. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. I was about to do know, a query on basketball reference. Like, okay, no, I'll I'll use right. I'll use right. Farmer was on that team. It, yeah. He got hurt around Christmas time. I I remembered him being on that. Uh, he went six for, for t- he w- he went six for ten for sixteen mm-hmm. points opening <laughs> say, night. Say it again. Say <laughs> it again. Say it again. I, I just remembered him like scoring on Chris Paul. I was like, dude, what the heck is going on? He, he had like he, he was six for ten with sixteen. Were points. they were oh. they in their black jerseys oh. that game too? Uh, no, nah, because this was opening mm-hmm. night. I don't think they they busted that out. Um, okay. I looking at this these stat lines is really funny because Wesley Johnson went for, one for eleven. <laughs> So he, he went Wesley Johnson. That's what he, he just did what yeah. he does. All right. At the risk of disrespecting any more former <laughs> Lakers. Uh, hey, who are you? Does he do that? No, I remember he had that hit piece on uh, Wesley Johnson. I think it was. And it was like, all right, man, let's, let's pump the brakes there, pal. I'm just going to. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to. Anyway, we got through the offseason. The regular season is here. And look, man, I'm excited. We got we got LeBron, we got AD signed up, locked up, extended. We got THT, the next great superstar, the next youngest player ever to be on an all defensive team. Yeah, I said it. I might I might go to Jersey and put a bet on it because I can't do that where I live. Go <laughs> <laughs> right to Vegas, bro. We're not gonna start that. Wait, my girlfriend doesn't listen to this pod. Soon, soon come. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm excited. I hope y'all are excited as well. Um, so without any further ado, this has been the forum. Unreal. GameStop, send me my PS5. What? I was hell just joined. Whoa.